السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم منفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls Ameen Ya Rabbal Alameen it is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today the 11th of Sha'ban, 1445, we continue with the tafsir and commentary of the Noble Qur'an. Our starting point today is Surah Al-Imran and verses 155 to 158. To recap and summarize yesterday's lesson, Almighty Allah informs us what happened in the battle of Uhud. This was in the third year of the Hijrah during the month of Shawwal and the rumor had spread Allah forward Billah, that Mustafa وسلم, was assassinated. So Almighty Allah put one group of Sahaba and that were the true believers for a light sleep, a light dose and what you will call a power nap. And the others, the hypocrites, they were the people only worried about themselves and they had negative thoughts of Almighty Allah. And they said, why didn't you listen to us? We wanted to stay in Medina and now you brought us here to Uhud. We should not have died and so forth. All Allah states, even if you are in your own homes, you should still have died on the appointed time. And Allah puts the people through tests and trials so that who will be devoted, dedicated, and those who have passed the test, Allah will purify and cleanse their hearts. And those whose hearts have left with nifaq and hypocrisy, that they only pay lip service to Islam and their hearts are devoid of iman and faith and conviction, Chapter 4, verse 145. That the hypocrites, remember, will be in the lowest, lowest layer of Jahannam and the dungeons of Jahannam of fire. Allah protect us all. Allahumma inni a'udhu becoming a nifaq is a sunnah dua to read and mentioned by Imam Bukhari rahimahullah in Al-Adabul Mufrad O Almighty Allah protect us we seek your protection min nifaq from hypocrisy all forms of hypocrisy and from our own side we should read Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-kufri wa shirki wa nifaqi these are the three groups and categories Allah speaks of them and condemns them to Jahannam and the hellfire forever and ever everlasting doom and bloom for them 
Oh, beloved Allah, I seek protection min al-kufri from shirk, from kufr, blasphemy, was shirki, polytheism, idol worship, one nifaqi, and that is hypocrisy. Today's lesson, chapter 3, Surah Al-Imran, verses 155 to 158. So all takes us back, remember, to the Battle of Uhud. Jabalur Rumat, Rami, one archer. Rumat, the plural, the archers. Fifty of them were appointed. The leader, Abdullah bin Jubayr, radiallahu ta'ala an. And then when the Muslims were winning and the non-Muslims retreated and took flight, so some of the Sahaba thought the battle was finished. They descended and came down from the mountain and only few, 12 of them or so, remained there. Khalid bin Walid, a master strategist and tactician, looked back and he found that opening and he made a U-turn and then the victory was became a defeat to a great extent. So this is what all my Allah is highlighting here. Surah 3, Chapter 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse number 155, our starting point. Verily those of you who turn on your heels from you, from you Sahaba, when the two armies met. Where did the two armies meet? There in Uhud. And Jabalu Uhudin Yuhibbuna wa Nuhibbuhu. Now they made it very, very beautiful. They have electrified the whole area. Nighttime also you can go and see it and so forth. And today they have relaxed all the laws. There's a small little cave inside Jabal Uhud. So you must try and go and see that as well. And remember this I haven't tried, but you can try it. One day, one big sheikh day of Medina Munawwara, he spent his whole life, and he knows the South Africans well. He said that, this is what he said, I say, Wallahu A'lam, Allah knows best. He said that if you go to Google Maps or whatever you call it, you must remember, and you go to Google, and when you take an aerial view, bird's eye view from the top, then the whole mountain range of Jabal Uhud is in the shape of the form of Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Nami Nami Ismigrami. How will you write Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu name in Arabic? Meme, ha, meme, dal. So he says that mountain range and slope goes in that shape there. According to the Nami Nami, honorable name of the Master, Islam. this I heard directly from him. Whether it's authentic or not, Allah alone knows. So we say, Wallahu A'lam, but you can check it up on Google and whatever you. Verily those of you who turn on your heels and turn the way you took flight from you, the Sahaba, when the two parties met. This side was Mustafa and Sahaba. On that side was Abu Sufyan and Khalid bin Walid and all of them on the other side. At that time they were not Muslim. Abu Sufyan became Muslim after Fatih Makkah, the conquest of Makkah. Then he became radiallahu anhu warda. And he, Khalid bin Walid, in the same year, eighth year, during the month of Safar, he embraced Islam, the starting of the month of Safar. So we see that how Allah gives hidayat and they became warriors for Islam and soldiers for Islam. 
So when you were taking flight, why? Innama, innama fahasar and qasar. Then, innama stazallahumu shaitanu. So the shaitan, he made you slip. The shaitan, he made you slip by telling you that, you know what? That Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is assassinated and you yourself be ba'dima kasabu because of what they earned. When you were told, O oh, Sahaba, 50 of you, that you must stay here all the time, don't move from here at all. So that was a direct injunction, commandment from Nabi Salam. don't move from this mountain pass, but you came down. So outwardly it seemed, although it was a misunderstanding, that it was like one type of defiance and disobedience, Allah forbid, but no one has the right to criticize Sahaba. They made mistake, they committed sin, and whatever the case might be, Allah announces for humanity and posterity, وَلَقَدْ أَفَلَّهُ عَنْهُمْ Look at the emphasis. Wow. Atifa in conjunction. Lam, lam qasam. Walillahi qad afallahu anhum. And by Allah, indeed, definitely, surely, verily, Allah has forgiven them. When Allah forgave them, who's got the right to criticize, castigate, and condemn them? Hasha wa kalla. No one got the right. So we must be very clear on that issue. Therefore, the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, on this point alone, there are hundred points, thousand points we can give you. But on this point alone, we say, Kushiyaz a kuffar and non-Muslim. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ida ra'aytumul ladheena yasubbuna ashabi. When you see those people cursing, swearing, condemning my sahaba, my beloved companions, faqulu la'anatullahi ala sharrikum. Allah's curse be upon you for the evil you are perpetrating, committing. So the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, I pose one question to you. You don't have to be an alim or scholar or some ordinary Muslim, layman. If somebody tells you, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, nakale kufr, kufr nabashir, naklul kufri laysa bi kafirin, what I'm saying now is 100% blasphemous and kufr. The Shia kufar kafirin say, Sayyidina Bakr non-Muslim, Allah forbid. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu non-Muslim, Allah forbid. Sayyidina Usman radiallahu anhu non-Muslim, Allah forbid. Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha non-Muslim, Allah forbid. Sayyidina Hafsa radiallahu anha non-Muslim, Allah forbid. Muawiyah radiallahu anhu non-Muslim. And the list goes on. I'm just mentioning the most famous ones. So can you call such people Muslim? Allah Ta'ala says in chapter 9, verse 79, فَيَسْخَرُونَ And they are the people that mock and ridicule the Sahaba. سَخِرَ اللَّهُ مِنْهُمْ Almighty Allah Jalla wala will mock them and send them straight to Jahannam. So that is what Almighty Allah is saying. فَيَسْخَرُونَ مِنْهُمْ They mock them, the Sahaba from them. سَخِرَ اللَّهُ مِنْهُمْ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ For them is a painful punishment. Chapter 9, verse 79. This verse here, chapter 9, verse 79, is one of your biggest verses to use for Namus a Sahaba. تَحَفُّزَ نَامُوسِ a Sahaba فَرْزْ وَرْ وَاجِبْ To protect the honor, integrity of the Sahaba, رَدِّيَ 
Qur'an is compulsory and mandatory. And the hadith I quoted. So that alone put Qur'an, hadith, and put ijma of sahaba, fuqaha, ulama. Any person says the greatest sahaba, greatest sahabiyat are non-Muslim. Then what else is left to discuss? The whole deen falls apart. They say, Sayyidina Abu Huraira, everybody non-Muslim, Allah forbid. So Allah Ta'ala has cursed them forever. They are the murderers of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu in their own books. Go read Al-Irshad of Sheikh Mufid. Go read Al-Ihtijaj of Allama Tabrasi. You will find all the details there. So because you went against the commandment of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so therefore the battle was lost now. So when we obey Nabi Allah Ta'ala, Nabi Alayhi Salaam, there'll be victory, inshallah. But Allah has forgiven you. Inna Allah ghafoorun haleem. Verily, Almighty Allah is of forgiving, very, very forgiving. Haleem, my beloved mother, name Halima. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam's murdi'a, the foster mother who breastfed Nabi alayhi sallam, Sayyida Halima Sa'adiyya, Sayyida female leader, meaning honorable leader, and lady. So yeah, rather say honorable lady. And Halima to be very patient. And Allah is most patient, most enduring, most forbearing. And remember Halima for female. And wonderful name it is. And then Sa'adiyah. When you travel from Makkah, you go towards Ta'if. And you go further up inside. There the Banu Sa'ad were living. So from there, that tribe, Hazrat Sa'adiyah, Hazrat Halima Sa'adiyah and them came. Then she took Habibuna Rasulullah and breastfed him. So Mustafa grew up there. Other side, you must remember, the Ta'if area. So he was developing there. And Nabi Allah made it such and that to honor Sayyida Halima Sadia and her family and for Mustafa to show that this Arab custom was a good custom remember that every custom is not a bad custom now Almighty Allah is teaching us, the Muslims, for all time, all places. The war rages on in Gaza. Today the Haaretz newspaper reports that one Jutla killed and nine injured, whatever. We say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. The more Jutlas they kill, the more they injure and wound, we must be happy about it. We have no empathy, sympathy for the Jutlas, the mass murderers, baby killers. They already murdered more than 30,000 Palestinians in Gaza Mubaraka, more than 70-80,000 injured and you want to come tell me we must have empathy, sympathy for them? Nay, our law is one settler, one bullet will settle the issue for all times, all places. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu e iman walo. Oh, you believe 89 times Allah uses this phrase to elevate the rank and status of the Muslim. La takunu, you must never be kalladheena kafaru like the non-Muslims. The non-Muslims say stay at home, don't go and fight outside and so forth, then you will not die. You don't see the Israeli forces, they want to take early retirement, they want to resign, they don't want to come there because they're messing their diapers, the Israeli, not defense force, the diaper force. 
So these non-Muslims, وَقَالُوا And these non-Muslims, the hypocrites, they tell their brothers, so وَقَالُوا means the hypocrites, they tell their brothers, <coughs> they tell the other hypocrites, إِذَا ضَرَبُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ When they travel on this earth, they go out in jihad, they go out to fight the enemy, they go out to give da'wah to the enemy, and tell them to come into Islam. أَوْ كَانُوا غُزَّةً Or they gone out to fight the enemy. غُزَّةً غَازِ So now غَازِ means the one who is fighting the enemy. So what these hypocrites would say, Lokanu indana, if, hypothetically, if they were here by us, mamatu wa kutilu, they should not have died, not have died a natural death, wa kutilu, and nor should have they been martyred and killed and so forth. So remember that these are the signs of people who are cowardice, the ones who are, Allahumma inni a'udhu becoming al-jubni, Learn this dua, O Ummah. Make your children mujahideen. When will the children become mujahideen? They will become children of Jahideen. When you, O oh father, mother, give them halal and tayyibah, give them all this haram sweets, haram chocolates, haram food, all tainted stun chicken, all these haram things you give them, then your children can never become mujahideen. You input, output, give them halal and tayyibah, and then see what will happen to your children. You must consume and feed others also, that which is pure and wholesome, and then you will be motivated, inspired to do the righteous deeds and actions. So thus Allah commanded the prophets and the messengers, alayhi salatu wasalam, when you are breastfeeding, so then your breastfeeding, your baby that's born this week, last week, one month ago, if your input is halal and tayyib and pure and wholesome, then that pure and wholesome will go. You smoking cigarettes, eating haram, mashkuk, doubtful things and so forth, eat whatever. So all those things are filtering into your child, your ma'asum child. And definitely sooner or later will have a negative impact upon him or her. Think, oh mother, where are you? When we look at our mothers of 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 90, 100 years ago, meaning when they passed away, they were 50, 60, 70 years old. So you saw half their life they were on the tasbih, on the musalla, and crying to Allah. Today the mothers, half the life is there in front of the TV and the cell phone and TikTok and TikTok and all that nonsense. So think properly which direction we are going. So these hypocrites would say, Lokanu in Dana, if you were here by us, Mamatu, they should not have died. Wamakutilu, they should not have been martyred. So to make these statements is not permissible. Why? One, the family lost the member, and now by you uttering these words, So all Maitya Allah Jalla will make this a cause of remorse and regret in their hearts for those who are uttering these words and about whom you are uttering also. So we must remember, we need to be very careful, pelletol pirbol, 
think before what you are saying and so forth. So sometimes we first speak and then we think. So therefore, Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, the genius regarding whom Al-Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, used to say, An-Nasu Iyalun li Abi Hanifa tafil fiqh, the people are the children of Imam Abu Hanifa in fiqh, in fatawa, verdicts, and jurisprudence. He, Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, used to wear a ring. On that ring was engraved Jirmuhu Sagir or Jirmuhu Kabir. The size of the tongue is very, very small and the crime it commits is very, very big. Our Haji Farooq Saab of Sakkar Rahimahullah, he told me personally this. He said, Jab humne Hazrat Allama bin Nuri ko dekha, when he saw Hazrat Allama Yusuf Muhammad Yusuf bin Nuri rahimahullah, when we went to study in Karachi 50 years ago. So remember in 1974, we went to Hazrat's madrasa. So he said, oh, like Imam Abu Hanifa has come. He say, I saw Imam Abu Hanifa in a dream and then I met Hazrat bin Nuri. So their features were very, very similar. So Peer, I used to love Hazrat bin Nuri even more because of his physical features. He used to remind me of Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah. So imagine what, what great people they were. I never saw a Pakistani alim more handsome than Hazrat Allama Yusuf bin Nuri, rahimahullah, Jamal Bita, Jalal Bita, or Kamal Bita. So remember, natural handsomeness. Jalal, I saw teachers shaking when they walked past him. Myself, I saw. And that is Jalal, the awe, fear, and so forth. And remember Kamal, one of the greatest muhaddis we saw in our lives, you must remember. So what had happened? That then Hasra comes. So Allah says life and death is solely in His power. Wallahu wa yumit. And Almighty Allah alone gives life and alone gives death. No doctor, no physician can give life and death. You got the best doctors, specialists, what they can do. Ariel Sharon, eight years, remember, in comatose, who could help him? Nobody. Allah punished him. He murdered and martyred the founders of Hamas, remember, in 2004. And that was Sheikh Ahmed Yasin, Nawar Allahu Marqadahu. Then Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, Rahimamullah. Wallahu bima ta'maluna basir And Almighty Allah is all observing, all seeing what you are doing in the darkness of the night and in the brightness of the day. Wala in qutiltum fi sabilillah and people who are now giving their life, our children, our parents, our brothers, sisters in Gaza, in Syria, in Afghanistan, and wherever else. Wala in qutiltum fi sabilillah and if you are martyred in the path of Allah, or muttum, or you die a natural death, but you're in the path of Allah, la min Allah, definitely is forgiveness from Almighty Allah. Wa rahmatun, and special mercy encompassing and enveloping them, khayrum mimma yajma'un, this is much better and superior to whatever the hypocrites and people are amassing and accumulating, all the wealth and all the lies and whatever else, so put everything together, so the mercy of Allah, forgiveness of Allah is much superior than that. And when you die a natural death, O Kutiltum, or you are martyred in the path of Allah, La ilallah, 
Remember how to read the word there. Then unto all, may Allah, you will be assembled, and then we will have to answer in the court of all, may Allah. In the ending of Surah Maryam, Allah tells us, every person will come to the court of all, may Allah, divine justice. One Jutla, army guy, went to the old age home of the Palestinians. He used the crutches and was mocking them. Our Palestinians knocked his leg off and amputated it now. And now he's walking with crutches. That you call divine justice. Somebody from that group said, Ya Allah, you punish him. Muslim ki dua kabul hoti hai. Ittaki da'wat al-Muslim falaysa baynahu wa baynallahi hijab. Beware of the dua of people who are oppressed. Then Allah accepts their dua instantly, immediately. Isharatun ila suratil ijaba. So Allah Ta'ala accepted it and now the jutla is walking like that with crutches for the remainder of his life. Alhamdulillah. Allah Jalla grant us tawfiq. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.